Hello, and welcome to Fulcrum Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. Episodes will typically be uploaded every Monday, and any changes to that schedule will be posted on our Twitter and TikTok at Fulcrum Pod, and on Instagram at Fulcrum Podcast. So be sure to follow us on any of those for previews and information about upcoming episodes. Hi, I'm Sage. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and on Twitter at Sage Sindula, and I use she, they pronouns. Hi, my name is Claire, and my pronouns are she, her, and you can find me on TikTok and on Twitter at Claire Crees. Um, I'm Mel. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on social media at Melvin Culpa and on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. And I'm not, I'm not usually here. I'm part of a podcast called Rupalp's Potteries. Maybe you should be usually here. Maybe. I, listen, I would, I'd love to be poached from Rupalp's. I'm waiting <laughs> for it. I'm waiting for it. All of them have their separate different podcasts. It's time for me to branch out. I'm yes. getting out. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, today we are back with Girl Boss of the Week. Uh, and we are going to be talking about one Ty Yorick from the High Republic phase one. Um, she at first appears in The Rising Storm, and then she also has her own little mini series by Kevin Scott. It's a Marvel run, I think it's five issues, and it slays. Um, so we're gonna be talking about her. Super happy to be back with Girl Boss of the Week again. Um, we don't usually talk about High Republic characters for Girl Boss of the Week, which is really interesting because there are a lot of them. We just do a lot of High Republic episodes on on our own, so that's usually why. But we can still do it. I think more High Republic characters for Girl Boss of the Week. Just not maybe just not Avar Chris again because. I can't handle that mentally. <laughs> mentally, I cannot do it again. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyone want to start? Yeah, I can. I can start. Um, if we're talking like chronologically, Monster of Temple Peak um, starts before the events of the Rising Storm. It's like the thing that basically triggers the events that Ty goes through at the beginning of that book. Um, basically, she's. Um, She's very like Din Djarin if he was Slayer <laughs> in the sense where it's like, okay, okay, she has a, a lightsaber. She knows how to use it. Din Djarin cannot say the fucking same. Um, <laughs> um, and she's just kind of like doing her own thing, making money moves. Um, <laughs> she gets hired. Um, she's a monster hunter. Um, so she's not quite a bounty hunter, but the vibe is very similar. She's also very like, I don't I don't like droids except for the part where she has one and like anyways we're not gonna we're not gonna get into the discourse vis-a-vis droid relations with with Ty because she has beef with them but uh basically she's she's assigned a little like task on this planet um and she goes on a little adventure and we find out more about her um and yeah it's it's such a fun little adventure. Um, I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting when I, I read them for the first time, but like, it definitely has like Witcher vibes. It so does. I've never thought about that before. She really is like, what's his face? Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. She'll be like Liam Hemsworth now. Don't bring no, up Liam Hemsworth no. on this podcast. Don't talk to me about Liam Hemsworth. My literal enemy since day one. 
Oh my gosh. Claire so is true. because he plays Gail Hall. This, <laughs> this is true information. No, listen, I think we I think people need more actors that they have beef with because of a character that they played in a in a piece of I have movie. so many, is the thing. <laughs> like, sorry I am incapable of separating character from actor. At least they did a good job. So in a lot of ways it's a compliment. This is very true. Slightly unrelated. Um, can we for just like five seconds? So I hate to talk about a man on Girl Boss of the Week, but um Gabriel Luna being like, I am a fan of the High Republic and I want to play Elzar Man. That was the first thing I saw when I woke up yesterday. <laughs> Quickly, someone cast Ty Ty Yorick um in relation to this new news. <laughs> Gabriel Luna playing. Oh my gosh. She feels so insane. Anyways. If we ever get an adaptation of anything phase one high republic related, I would love for I would love for him to re- uh interact with Tyork. Anyways, let's get back to her. <laughs> so real for that. So real. No, okay. Also, this is so not related, but both but also related. She always has just a weird little man with her. So um, true. Like in in um Monster of Temple Peak, she has that weird little rabbit gentleman i forgot his name even though i literally I'm just reread the literally obsessed his name is druin and i know this because i'm literally obsessed with him i think he's so cute and he's just such a little guy out of the little guys she has had along with her he's probably the best yeah sorry elzar Get no good. exactly <laughs> um yeah i i think if i had to do a rating it's probably him elzar and then um oh my god why was I about to call him Kevmo? That is embarrassing for me. Playa, sorry, Kevmo. Sorry, sorry, King. Did not mean to do that to you. Did not mean to do you dirty. Clias wishes he was Kevmo so bad. No, literally. If he had an ounce of the same swag that Kevmo had, maybe he'd have not gotten killed by his friend. <laughs> Ugh, sorry, Kevmo. <laughs> sorry, girl. It was not looking good for either of those girls, except for one was down bad, and that was his crime. The other was doing some British museuming, stealing artifacts from a different culture. That is something I should have checked um, because in Monster of Temple Peak, there is like a reference, some references to Tai's past and like specifically like this reason that she left the Jedi Order. And like they do talk about like different people's, different cultures' views of the Force. And I should have checked the more recent High Republic um, Marvel run for phase two to see if any any of those guys pop back up because that would be bonkers oh yeah kevin scott extended universe he really likes to tie all of his stuff together doesn't he he really does something kevin scott likes to do is tie in everything that he writes and also write women just like extraordinarily well uh how he does it no clue actually no clue um but yeah Anyways, Ty York, what a gal. Uh, she does run from the Jedi Order uh, when she's very young and becomes this monster hunter. Um, and then kind of is like when we meet her in The Rising Storm where she's like, I want nothing to do with that. I'm like not a hero. I'm just like doing everything. She she flips dice in order to, you know, see where she's going next because she's like, if I decide it, it's not going to go well. <laughs> Um, and I admire her for that, truly. Um, I feel I feel her. Um, but then she does end up running into the Jedi anyways when they're on Valo. 
um and that is where she meets Elzar man and they have an interesting they have an interesting time I really I think I need to reread the rising storm because I do I do miss her and that gentleman's interactions it's just that one interaction between them where their minds are like connected and then she's like and he's thinking about Avar and she's like who's that that and when she like stabs him yeah that was good too honestly I didn't like that one very much (laughs) (laughs) you did (laughs) here I was I was literally about to say top top 10 Star Wars moments I loved when Elzar got stabbed I thought it was hilarious I think he needs to get stabbed more to be to be quite honest and and I would agree with you I would agree with you Claire would not um (laughs) Claire was on Quetzal Run Relay this week and cried over Elzar (laughs) no I oh my I don't think I cried over Elzar I think I, think I cried did. over Imri. So <laughs> true. As, no, because this is I'm I'm delusional because mm-hmm. in phase three, if I, I've had it in my head as some, since we finished phase one and like we were left with so many questions, because my biggest fucking question was like, where the fuck was Ty at the end of this of phase one? Where the what the fuck was she up to? I hope she's well. I hope she's like I don't know like on a beach somewhere sunbathing drinking a fun little drink with an umbrella in it um <laughs> she's like drinking's like hmm the vibes are off in the force anyways <laughs> but i do think here's my proposal here's my pitch um that she is going to go figure out what the issue is with imri and Vernestra and lorna d that's what i need to, to see all of them mm-hmm. okay I'll- also, this is something I need to talk about. I need to talk about it with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about it while I was rereading. I feel like Ty and Yana Rowe would really get along. I feel like that those are two girls who I'm like, yeah, they had to be born 100 and some years apart <laughs> because otherwise they'd be like this. I do fully agree. and But I also think that Ty would um, hate Marta, <laughs> like just absolutely despise her, even before she goes all you know like I think she would just be like I don't vibe with you mm-hmm. at all but I like your sister it's the gays the gays they <laughs> you know <laughs> they stick together exactly exactly you know where I want and I where I want Ty to be um this is gonna be unpopular I know but who I want to know like where they ended up after the fallen star <laughs> um I want to know where Nan is really badly. And I just think that Ty and Nan... Girls trip! You know, I think they would... I think that Nan just really needs, like, a healthy woman figure in her life. You know, she has not been surrounded by the best people. Um, She just needs a a better influence. And I think Ty could provide that. Yeah. they could go monster hunting together. I think that Nan would really love that. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you're so real for that. We saw the like mommy issues that Nan was having with Chansey Yarrow and the Fallen Stars. So, like, I know she needs that. And then she was literally like murdered right in front of her, you know, by Elsa. <laughs> so, yeah, so. I know. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Not to roast his ass, but really killing killing a woman in front of a 17 year old girl. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> As a society, we moved on too fast from that. I get it. I was we like, really you were in the goddamn trenches, but maybe but we, we need really, to reassess. 
Yeah. So now her mommy issues are just going to be off the charts. So hi, York. Maybe you can just, you know. <laughs> well, see, no, because thing- I just think how like at the end of Monster Temple Peak, it's like Ty York will return. And I'm like, where? Where? Where, <laughs> where is she actually? I don't know why I was like, yeah, she'll come back in the Fallen Star. What would she be doing on Starlight Beacon? Glad she wasn't there. No, that was my biggest fear going into the Fallen Star. I was like, girl, get the fuck away. Rest in peace, Starlight Beacon. So true. Also, low-key, another person that I think that, like, would be a great um, bestie duo. What if she's just chilling in the forest of Corellia and some (laughs) grief-stricken... 40 something year old just runs into her you know he's kind of having an issue he just left the order she left the order like 10 years ago oh my god it's crazy no because I feel like Comac probably like followed the lore of Clias so deeply because like in Dooku Jedi Lost when they talk about him I'm like this seems like something Comac would have been interested in (laughs) standable behavior (laughs) (laughs) it's Ty and she like mentions Clias he's like oh my god I heard about him. Please tell me everything. <laughs> oh, what, my God. Not Comac being like a true crime girly who's like, what happened? I can't with that. No. Comac, <laughs> step away. I think I think he, he would be a true crime girly and Orla Drenny would be like very anti-true crime and be like, what's wrong with you? Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, this is just like an anxiety disorder that you are really like projecting onto girl what is this seek help Reith is like googling he's like how do I get my master to stop watching crew crime documentaries so true (laughs) unsolved mysteries come back by this (laughs) um (laughs) anyways back to time (laughs) wait okay speaking with there was a point to this okay also other random little detail thing I think about a lot Comac Vitus has a stupid little lightsaber handle like Count Dooku. Dooku parallels and massage ventress, Tyoric. <laughs> okay, but no. I'm not in the same vibe, not the same <laughs> no. vibe at all, but, um, you know, cool, queer woman. Mm-hmm. Grandpa. <laughs> queer elder. <laughs> I think I think someone needs to call Comac Vitus a queer elder. Just to make him feel old. I think it's important. I think it's important. It would it would be Wreath. <laughs> it would be Wreath. See, Ali and I have talked about this before, and we do think it is one Farzalatara ball. <laughs> he just seems the type. Oh my gosh. You can see the girls, Lula and Zine, just being like, oh my god, he's like maybe 40. <laughs> Guys, what is an elder? <laughs> Do we want to walk through um, Monster and Temple Monster at Temple Peak a little bit? It has been a while. I could use a refresh. Yeah, basically, she gets hired to go to this. Um, like, there's a creature that is hurting the eco- ecosystem allegedly. Emphasis on the allegedly. And she's like, "Okay, I'll go kill this motherfucker." I love, I love death. That's not true. She actually has a really slay line in this where she's like, "I don't." kill sentient life unless i have to um because she's a real one um but basically she's up in the mountains fighting spiders 
living her life, finding that little guy who snuck on her ship and was like, oh my God, you're my new best friend. Are you a Jedi? She's like, please, I have trauma. Um, And then there's also a little girl from the village that she's helping. Um, And this little girl has like developed a bond with this creature um, because the creature is just like part of the ecosystem and like trying to help. But um, the settlers of this planet have kind of fucked shit up in a surprising turn of events settlers fucking the environment up yeah and then ty's like you better fucking not also this is something i really need to talk about about monster of temple peak i'm sorry i'm like just talking at you guys no keep doing it please (laughs) (laughs) um i want to say like issue three maybe issue two she's fighting these spiders and the way that they decided to illustrate it is just so upsetting to me i don't like the way that the spiders webs shoot out very disturbing to me do not enjoy zero out of ten um but ty is a champ and she's like "Mm, this is not happening on this day also i hate spiders so it really everything was fighting against everything i just i just want to say that i look i like have the wikipedia page open in another tab and i just like swiped to it and looked and saw like the year like 232 bby and i was like damn this shit takes place a long time ago (laughs) As if that's not the In a galaxy planet. far, far away, some would say. <laughs> what? This isn't happening in this galaxy right now? This was actually 2003, if you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> this is just like The Last of Us. I would say that. <laughs> Shut up, So true. And you're so real for that. Um. <laughs> the Last of Us brain rot has been so bad, I can't think of anything else. So, um... Anyways, also the quote that they have for personality and traits for Ty York is, I've told you, I don't do nicknames. Ty York tells our man. I was literally just looking at that. <laughs> I think that line is so funny, actually, because she fully goes by a nickname, like, the entire series. More people need to call her Tylera, I think. It's a really slay name. I don't, know, slay name. I don't know if she would necessarily like it, though. That's I fair. I think it's a attached to some traumatic stuff so perhaps yeah. Ty is just the vibe yeah her traumatic past um okay wait did she accidentally kill Chai? <laughs> yeah she wicked did <laughs> she stabbed him sure I'm on the, we're on the same page yeah Klyce is a little shit and basically in in like um like uh oh my god why did I almost call it back flashes the fuck <laughs> You know what I mean. The flashbacks. Flashbacks. I'm so sorry. Can you tell I've been up for too long today? Basically, Clyce is like, I'm a little piece of shit. Um, Ty, do you want to go to this like scary like temple that's of a different um religious order? I kind of just like fuck around. And she's like, I don't know, man. He's like, no, we need to. And so they're like walking around and he, he finds this little artifact and he's like, oh my God, this slay little artifact will like show me all the memories of the person who had it. Ah! And like gets possessed by it and it's like attacking her. And she's like, don't, don't make me do this. And he's like, <laughs> and then she stabs him in the heart. Um, Cause <laughs> yeah. she's so real. The other girls can't say the same. It's giving real Avaros and Nymphiana. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dooku, the Dooku. Parallels, they return. <laughs> Kevin Scott strikes again. Kevin, I swear to God. No, because also, Clyus is in Dooku Jedi. I hate it here. I hate it here so much. 
Kevin that's Scott. That's whoever I think Dooku is like, yeah, Clyasterdine, he was that bitch from the High Republic. Wonder what happened to him. And I was like, I know what happened to him. <laughs> he died. He drowned. <laughs> he drowned. So true. He did drown. Also, he's a lot like Sifo Diaz when you think about it. <laughs> Tyus. Tyus Dooku. Wait, now I've gotten on my different bullshit. No, because also, this is unrelated. I was just thinking about Kevin Scott audio dramas. Ty and Lorna D interacting in any real meaningful way, hilarious. I can't, their, their collective slay would be too hard. Yeah, I, I think that I think that if Lorna D was like, like ever met Ty, Ty would just be like, why are you with the Nihil? And Lorna would be like, Mm, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And she'd be like, okay, but like, that's really dumb. And Lorna would literally be like, you're so right. Let's go. And then the plot of the entire plot of the High Republic is upended. So it couldn't happen. It would be too powerful. I'm so scared for phase three now that I'm, the more I think about it, because I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? <laughs> what are we learning that's going to be affecting the future? <laughs> I'm actually terrified. Also, side note, I am on Caius's Wikipedia page. And the quote under personality and traits is a quote from Dooku. And it says, he'd always been what you'd call problematic. (laughs) (laughs) And and he'd be correct. And he's so right. Dooku, the one time Dooku made points was when he hated on Caius Jardine. You know who would be friends with Caius? Crick's camera at Stupid boy who hangs out with queer woman. So true. So true. Mm. The Much nightmare rotation. No, literally. <laughs> and Marta Rowe. Marta Rowe. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I've made myself feel sick from that. that. Oh, that's dealt me psychic damage. That's so dark. Where should we go with, with this conversation about Tyre? <laughs> That's a great question. I guess we could talk a little bit about like Elzar and Ty, just like because yeah. that's a slay little moment. But Claire, do you want to start? Oh my God. Elzar and Ty, I'm literally obsessed with them. I think that like, I think that she could truly fix him. Like, if, if they had not had to go their separate ways before the Fallen Star, like, none of that would have happened. He would have never done all that shit he did in the Fallen Star if Ty had been there to be like, stop, literally stop. Um, but no, I love that moment where they do their little, like, mind meld, because both of them are so, like, I will not open up to anyone ever, and then it's like, okay, well, we, like, literally have to, like, go in each other's brains, um, to save everyone's lives, and then they get to, like, see each other's trauma, and also she gets to see Elzar Man thinking about having sex with Avar Chris, so true, um, but yeah, I just like I think that they are like the most unlikely friends, but then also once they're put in the same place and literally forced to be friends, I was like, okay, this actually slays so hard. She's also correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't read the book in a while. Um, she's also the person who's like, hey, you should like really get that checked out about like because she like feels the dark side radi- radiating off of Elzar. She's like, I see you have like friends here, like you should talk to them and then he does so points for points for healthy conversations i did completely forget that um in in monster temple peak um ty has droids 
literally forgot all about that. My biggest complaint about the High Republic is that there are not enough droids. Um, totally fair. But KLO3, is that the droid's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind so- of looks like L3 from Solo, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Miss those guys. I I wish she got a full series, to be completely honest. No, so real for that. You are so real. L3, I'm so sorry that they played her off as a joke because she was a bad bitch. Can't get into the droid discussions today. <laughs> I don't have the mental energy for it. It's too much. It's all too much. So true. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. This conversation is so disjointed, but I'm remembering something from earlier mm-hmm. when I was talking about something that's very important to me, which is to say Din Djarin and Tayork could be besties. In my essay, I will. Um, I do think that perhaps Nan could be her Grogu. Have we considered that? The the Grogu-fication of Nan. Yes. When will Nan capitalism happen? Nan capitalism? You know, <laughs> what if I said I want it? Like, <laughs> Sage I, I'm anti-capitalist, but like, what if I said <laughs> Uh, canceling myself on the podcast today guys man capitalism it's in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> it's the year of man capitalism yeah i agree i will I say did. i did just go grab my copy of the rising storm so i could reread the scene with ty and elzar they are so insane she really called him a dirty dog anyway no literally she the, the first her like first reaction after she's like oh he fucked you dirty dog! <laughs> and the she's audiobook so real. is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's why... Oh, oh my god. Remember when she was in prison with Ram, John Ram? <laughs> yes, I time. do, actually. I'm so sorry, Nan, you can't be Grogu, because Ram, John Ram has to be Grogu. <laughs> Ram, Ram, John Ram, That's why Din Djarin says wizard. <gasps> It's all a cycle. I it's see all it connected. now. I see the vision. Everything is connected. connected. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I, I'm obsessed with that scene because I need to know what the truth is. Was Ram pulling the weight in that or was it Ty? I think it's Ty. Let's be serious. No, Let's I'm like, who's real. less of a reliable narrator? Ram, Ram or Ty <laughs> Yorick? But I just think it'd be funny for her to be like, oh yeah, I did all of this. Meanwhile, Ram is fighting for his fucking life. <laughs> The, oh, the fact that those scenes are written like so differently in in the books, I I love it so much. That's I know it was probably an accident, right? Like they were writing it at the same time. But I like to think that Daniel and Kevin were kind of like, let's do this on purpose. And then Daniel was like, let me write my like 12-year-old character as the hero. And Kevin was like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. And Daniel was like, no, no, I am. I mean, we all know that Ram is Daniel's self-insert character in the High Republic, <laughs> so... So true. It's all adding up. Battle of the Little Guys. I'm just... I'm, yeah, damn. That book is so crazy. I forgot entirely that, that Ty goes to fucking jail for a minute there. <laughs> oh my god. Also, she rides a fucking dragon in this book. Like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. The girls are not talking about it enough. They really I, aren't. Damn. <laughs> Damn. She does ride a dragon, and then she does, like, pick up Zine Mrala and, like, drop her off. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> when she was in the High Republic Adventures. Was that the free comic book day issue for yeah. Adventures? So good. So good. I liked her Uber era. Her, her Uber era? Her Uber driver era? 
<laughs> I just gay people riding dragons. Um, in Star Wars, what if we had more of it? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, technically, it's in the Mandalorian when Din Djarin was on that little the crate dragon. Okay, well, maybe if he got good, maybe if hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. he should learn a little bit from Tyorg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to. I was trying to figure out a way to throw shade at why I must call him William Favreau. That is not his name, John Favreau. Who the fuck is William Favreau? Girl. <laughs> That's his secret evil twin who actually writes all the bad mm-hmm. stuff in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I could call him so I can still be, I don't know, not blacklisted by John Favreau stands. <laughs> Ty York is super cool. She has a cool job. <laughs> She has a cool. She is a a fucking uh a. Why was I gonna say a woman in STEM? Not true. She owns a small business. A woman owning a small business. Her small business is monster hunting. Love that for her. Ty York would say, "Um, give me money. It's a woman owned business." <laughs> That's her she talking knows. to Elzar. Yes. <laughs> she would be the person like Elzar says one rude thing to her, and she's like, "Wow, so you hate women?" Wow, says a lot about society. Elder would be like, no, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I know a woman. My best friend is a woman. <laughs> mm, right. My friend. childhood best friend. <laughs> She's actually a woman. I I like I just need them to reunite after the fallen star so that Elzar will be like, Ty, I'm gonna like confess to you this stuff that I did. And she can be like, Oh my god, what is wrong with you? No, because because if he was like, I Cut Chancy Yarrow in half while she was unarmed and trying to actually help. <laughs> Ty would be like, bye. <laughs> I was leaving. No, literally. Love Stellan Geos. Love his stupid little gay ass. But if Ty was there, she would not have allowed that. That would not have been happening. He All would I'm not have gone that far down. Is that I, from the beginning, have firmly believed that Ty York and Avar Chris should meet kiss on the mouth and then be like what are we doing hanging around elzar man right now and then they go off and be girlfriends it would be really funny though to have ty meet avar after like post rising storm and be like i know you right Avar's like have we met she's like what exactly (laughs) in a way you could say that from a certain point of view (laughs) we should have a i guess we're kind of getting it with the ya anthology but like uh, from a certain point of view anthology high republic era because i know that ty York's story would absolutely slay in that mm-hmm. did she have an insider art uh article? i don't think so i think that was all starlight beacon related stuff so all you need to know um there's a guy in it uh, um who's like the head of security um, on Starlight Beacon, and he has hella beef with Astalamaru. Um, <gasps> yeah, he's a real bitch. Hate his ass. Um, also, um, oh my god, um, Senator Staros Gira is shady boots, pussy pop gunfire in it. Um, where she kills a man, and then she's like, "I'm on Starlight Beacon. Gotta go." That's a secret. I- I'll never tell. Sometimes I just forget that she exists. And then I, I remember too. and I'm like, like I heard the name Gira Staros and I was like, oh my God. 
literally no. never had a bigger jump scare reading a book than when I was reading The Fallen Star and I like <laughs> turned the page from like everyone dying to like Jira Staros hooking up with Marcian Rowe and I was like what <laughs> no okay because here's the thing because of the insider stories I had a feeling that she was not <laughs> she was up to no fucking good I knew she was also the High Republic show shout out to Christina Ariel I don't think she did it part she did it somewhat intentionally because that's that's the nature of the show but she was she tried to warn us she tried to warn our asses that Gear Star Wars was no was no good news so did Comac to be quite honest wow High Republic phase one was such like a good time to be alive maybe I miss it a little bit (laughs) I know like you were saying this on Castle Run Relay Sage but like it was so messy it was messy like so unapologetically (laughs) messy like everyone was hooking up with everyone and it was such a good time phase three guys phase three is gonna be crazy um, I'm really enjoying phase two though. I I love the gals, but I'm like, it's not the same kind of mess. Like Axel Greylark, maybe she could fit in, maybe, perhaps, but like mm-hmm. not really. If if Axel got dropped in during the fall and star, he'd die. He'd he'd trip and fall and die. And, I'm sorry. And- <laughs> Axel Greylark is like, I'm the most problematic person in the High Republic. And then he meets Jiro Staros and he's like, damn, I cannot compete. No, I literally. <laughs> I wish that were me. Truthfully, I feel like he could meet like a lot of the characters in phase one and be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's messy over here. Throw him, put him in um Trail of Shadows. <laughs> no, because him and Xylan Graf, that is a cage match I want to see. Holy oh, fuck. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, because oh. when I first saw the Axel Grey like concept art, I was like, this is just Xylan Graf. But no, like literally, this is silent crap. Like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't be doing this. And then I was like, oh, okay, I like him a little bit more than Zylan because I have hella beef with a bitch named Zylan. Put Axel Greylark in that scene in Trail of Shadows where Avar and Stellan like see each other across the hallway and Emmerich <laughs> is like, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna walk out right now. Put Axel Greylark in the Jedi Rumble race. <laughs> <laughs> he would get trampled. Port would trample his ass. Uh, Axel Greylark in the Jedi Rumble race. I can't. No, but like, where's the Jedi Rumble race energy in phase two? Everyone is so serious. Guys. Ram Jamaram is being dethroned, actually, as Grogu. We are now putting Court (laughs) as Grogu. I've been saying Because Court has that energy of, like, cute little guy that, like, they could slap his face on literally anything and I would buy it. You're so right. Court capitalism. Coordination, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this ended up becoming a little bit more of a discussion about the High Republic, but that's okay <laughs> because, like, to be fair, Ty love her to death, love her to pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like I needed to see her more. Like, we got a lot of her by herself, and I think like interacting with more people maybe would be no, good for her. So true, and that is one of the things that like we've been kind of talking about just like me and Claire behind this behind the scenes of the pod um (laughs) like a lot of the women who um are in the high republic who aren't the main characters a lot of the women in the high republic are um like who aren't like avar or keeve right who like the stories are like focused upon or like the higher the adventurous girlies they're the the amount of content that is about them and i say content meaning like time-wise like how much they are in is very minimal um 
Ty's story of what we know about her does spread like a good 10 years, but it's so separate, right? Like we know like the events that made her leave the Jedi become um, become this lightsaber for hire. So true. Love that concept. And then we know her what happens in like the rising storm. And then everything after that is like we have no idea where she is. She will return apparently. It has been said. Um but we haven't seen it. Phase three, can't wait for you. Um, but it's like I feel like yes, like what you're saying, Mel, is that like the these characters could interact with more people and it would give more of a discussion to their characters as a whole, who they are, not just what we have like on this kind of surface level, you know. We got to be in her head a little bit in in the rising storm, but I wish we could have a little bit more. I it's one of those weird things where I'm like, it felt like a, like a Occam's razor is not the right metaphor. Um, like a, a double-edged sword where I was like, okay, I was really fully anticipating that in the, the fallen star, Elzar would be hanging out with Ty and she would fill more of an Orla role in the book. And I thought just mm-hmm. Orla was like, Hey guys, I'm here on Starlight Beacon. What's good. And not dragging his stupid ass around. <laughs> So love you Alzar. love you king sorry <laughs> um but like i don't know i'm 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 so curious as to where she is during this time and like there's a lot of characters like you said like i feel like a lot of female characters where we're like where the fuck like lily tora Aussie, where the fuck is she she's going through it like she we she's know like, that. Goddamn do, trenches. do you ever just remember edge of balance too because i definitely I, do I really do because I I sometimes it like pops into my head and like the the fear that was in my body when I read that because I was it was before Midnight Horizon slash the end of High Republic Adventures and I was like if Daniel's capable of killing a child in this is he not capable of killing one of my Starlight Padawans? And then I just I remember a- like because like not long before that we had had a conversation. It might have even been on the podcast where we were talking about like how. In the High Republic, there's a lot of Padawans who've lost their masters, but not a lot of masters who've lost their Padawans. And then, like, two weeks later, I read Edge of Balance, too, and I was like, I didn't mean you should do it. I was just, like, it was just an observation. (laughs) Anyways. Dark times. I will say, to Kevin Scott's credit, because I love him so much, there are a lot of POV characters in The Rising Storm. Like, I was just thinking about it and going through them in my head, and I was like, there's so many people in that book. And they all, like, and so, yeah, I'm like, I wish we had more, like, real page time for Ty and more, like, actual life events for her. But in terms of, like, her personality, her motives, stuff like that, I'm like, I feel like I get you. I just need to, like, see more of you. Like, I have an, a good idea of who your character is, and I think it's very interesting. We just only have little, like, snapshots of her life and not, like, a wider picture like we do with some of these other characters. Can't wait for phase three. Maybe she can be, oh, what if she's like the main character of the main Marvel run? Wouldn't that be something? Kevin Scott. Kevin, if there's yeah. one thing I trust you to do, it's write a woman, please. Can I confess my fear? Mm-hmm. And I, I bet you, you have a similar idea of vis-a-vis what's going to happen with Kevin Scott's YA novel. I do think Olivia and Maddie are going to be in that. And I well, don't think it's over. So I hope. Oh. <laughs> I did not realize that. I'm a little stupid. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. I do. I I do think they will be in it. And I also think that 
they will not be making it out alive. Um, and I don't think any of the girlies are. I'm worried about it. And what I am hoping though is that like Path of Vengeance will literally just be Marta Rose moment with Maddie, Olivia, Yana, and the mother. Get so everyone else out of there. Gonna have so many women. About. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm like, thank God. Like, get Vildar and Tay. They can have their little moment in the no, comics. They better I'll take Path die. of Vengeance. I'll be so real with you. Both <laughs> I hope they die <laughs> together <laughs> tragically so that all the like people who ship them can have their little moment and then mm-hmm. I can just focus on Move the on. women. Yeah, so real. <laughs> so true. God. Yeah. Hopefully they die in the next few issues so we can focus yeah. on Maddie and Olivia can, because can I, I mm-hmm. Can I give a spoiler for Battle of Jeddah? Please. Okay, so there's a, a scene where, like, basically, I, I it's, has to be the part where the, the huge statue on Jeddah falls. I am almost positive Vildor Max is going to get fucking crushed or leveled there. It's not shown in the audio drama, but, like, there's so much happening, and there, I'm so confounded by him by builder mac because i'm like girl what the fuck are you doing you're 55 years old <laughs> like you have a job can you please <laughs> do it <laughs> i i just think that like the description for literally every issue of the high republic run is like builder mac is literally di- about to die having an issue be saved every <laughs> single issue guys what like can we hurry it up <laughs> finish the job damn no, he's his ass is getting leveled. I know it. I feel it in yeah. my heart. Um, and you know what? That's okay. <laughs> oh, I just realized that um, isn't Star Wars Star Wars Celebration? It's right after Phase Two ends, right? It's right before. It's April seventh, and I think the last okay. book comes out in like May. <clears throat> oh yeah, because okay. Path of Vengeance is like late, late. Oh, okay, get pushed. Okay. Yeah, everything got pushed. Know. Everything was supposed to be this month and next month, I think. And then everything was like, no. Because the YA anthology got pushed to July. I, I can't wait. That. I can't wait that long. I actually just need Cataclysm to come out, like, tomorrow. <laughs> Literally, it's so dark. I'm so scared for that fucking book. I can't think about anything else. So Ty Yorick, am I right? Ty. <laughs> I know. I literally was like, I was thinking today. I was like, oh my gosh, so excited to talk about Ty Yorick. And then I was like five comics and like maybe two chapters of a book <laughs> love her so much but where is her where's the stuff that she's in guys it's a problem why why can't we find women who have like enough to fill an hour with it's That's literally so bad because there are a decent amount in the high republic but we've either done like episodes on them or just talked about them so much in our like high republic book coverage that i'm like do i have yeah, anything else like- to say like, we Lorna D could totally yeah. talk about her for an hour, but we fully did a whole Tempest Runner episode, and then some. Like, I can't... To be fair, I and this is something I think is nice, good about the High Republic, is that I feel very similarly about the men, though, is that, like, even though they have a yeah. lot of con- content, to be fair, um, I feel like I'm like, okay, I have my, my whole little thoughts, but then I'm like, I just wish I could see more, like, Belle. I need Belle in everything. I need Bell in absolutely everything. <laughs> He's my boy. He's my home dog. I I literally forgot how much I like resonated with Bell. And then I started talking about him on Castle Run on Tuesday. And I was fully crying. Oh. Fully crying. Mel, remember when 
<laughs> I don't want to say when the High Republic wasn't that big, but when a lot of our like friends and mutuals hadn't read it yet, and it was just like us and like two other people being yeah. like, guys, the rising star is so crazy. <laughs> and then like freaking out of our bells at a <laughs> I remember the Twitter group chat that we made yes. being like, <sighs> it was like what people. the fuck just happened to Lone and Great Storm quickly? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a like peak Bell Zetafar era. Mm-hmm. I love him. I still I still love him so much though. Fell era. He's such a tragic little boy to think about. I know. I'm like Obi-Wan Kenobi, fucking move the fuck out of the way. Hey, someone gets it. <laughs> someone gets it. You're speaking like, truths. Kenobi, where's Zetafar? Like, such a hater right now, but Obi-Wan Kenobi used to be like one of my favorite Star Wars characters. And then I read The High Republic and I was like, he's not actually that interesting when you think about it. <laughs> he's just there a lot. Exactly. Like he was cool as a Jedi when we just had like the prequel era Jedi. Mm-hmm. But like now that I have the High Republic era Jedi, why literally why would I care about Obi-Wan Kenobi? And the only thing recently that made me like care about him a lot was Padawan, in which he talked about Orla Jurani the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Obi-Wan. Sorry, sir. I love you still, but, like, you wish you were still in Geos. I miss him. He drowned I would, I would meet he up drowned. with Elzar again, host Fallen Star, and be like, so where's your boyfriend? <laughs> he drowned. Your... <laughs> he drowned. Why was he like, where's his, where's your manlet? Still in Geos <laughs> is not a manlet. That's not true. If anyone's a manlet, it's fucking Elzar. <laughs> be serious. Oh my god, you know what scene Ty was there for? was the gayest moment in the High Republic at the end of the Rising Storm when she's like, oh my god, Elzar's like literally dying. And Stellan's like, oh my god, Elzar, please wake up. Like, I'm literally gonna die. Okay, you know what's really, that scene is, one, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm like tearing up, I'm crying. Because it's also at the same time as like Belle literally being leveled. Like, (laughs) and we didn't know that was what was happening at the moment. And we were like, oh my God, everything's crazy. Everything's going on. And then Elzar like puts his hand on Stellan's chest. The bloody handprint. I can't do it. being like a bloody handprint across (laughs) Stellan's like robes. And I was like, oh my God. No, no. Okay. It was actually a bloody handprint on the shoulder. And I know this because when I read it, I was unfortunately like, this is not Destiel. Step away. Step away. get out of here so sorry but it was also i did like i didn't know what happened at the end of the rising storm when i read it like i somehow managed to avoid most of the spoilers and so i thought that elzar was gonna die in that moment and i was like oh my god i'm doing so poorly yeah i would i hate i think about this all the time i was so because i had seen charles soul working on the annual I was so sure that Loden survived that book. I was like, okay, he's going to be fine. And just, it felt like I lost a loved one. Like, I was like, it was really bad. It was really bad. Like, really bad. The way that book is written, too, makes you think that he's going to get rescued, too. Like, they spend the entire book trying to get him back. And it's like, oh, my God, they're being reunited. Oh, this is so great. Oh, he died. Oh, he died so horribly. He died. And then and then we're like, oh, that's the worst of it. That is the worst of it. And then Daniel was like, no, actually, let me put it into into the visual medium. No, I can't do it. No, Daniel oh, was so cool and unusual for that. 
that panel of like isn't Indira like holding Belle the, when Belle is just like curled up on the ground oh my god I can't do it okay Kevin Scott though when I get you for the end of the rising storm when the chapters would end with like Loden ran and then the next chapter was like Belle ran I was like we can't be doing this so dark I gotta reread that book I know, I'm, I'm literally like- it's sitting right next to me now and I'm like I think I, I will be rereading. Yeah. I might have to reread phase one so I remember. Yeah. I'm going to definitely have to reread phase one before phase three comes out. Yeah. I. Yeah. That's how I'm going to be my Goodreads reading challenge this year is just reread so all of phase one. That's such a good idea. Maybe I'll actually meet my goal this oh my year. <laughs> Last year I was one book short and I'm oh. not letting that happen again. I think I was at like 28 and I was like trying to get to 50 and I was like, it's not happening. <laughs> It's not, not <laughs> I didn't even set mine this year. I'm like, no, whatever happens, happens. Anyways, mine this year is gonna be like all rereads. Like, I already know I'm not gonna read that many new books this year. I didn't count any rereads last year, and that was probably the biggest problem because I would have gotten to that 50 yeah. if I counted all the times I read each Murderbot book. Mel, you would really like the Murderbot Diaries. Oh my god, Sage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. You totally would. It's really good. It's about like a fucked up guy who's just like, I, who's just like, I, a fucked up guy and his girl boss. Okay. You've sold me. You've sold me. And it's like not, it's like that big. It's 120 pages. Love. I didn't bring up Chopper all episodes, so I'm considering. (laughs) We're literally talking about Tyoric. Why would you bring up Chopper? I bring him up every episode if you haven't noticed. <laughs> I know, but he literally does not even exist yet. He has well, not been built. Remember, remember that one panel where they had a droid who looked similar to Chopper, just like in colors? And I was like, guys, yeah. it's Chopper. <laughs> yeah. Chopper and Astalamaru. I This is how Astalamaru survived Starlight Beacon. Listen, <laughs> we can't start talking about Astalamaru. <laughs> Sage brought up Estella Maru like 30 times when we were on Castle Run Relay. <laughs> As you fucking should. No, because the girls don't respect him enough. No, they don't. No, they don't. I literally was talking to Ollie all day on like Tuesday about Estella Thank you so much for listening to Fulcrum Transmissions. Please feel free to send us questions. You can DM them to us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Also, if you have any girl bosses you'd like us to do an episode for, you can send them in as well. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We would really appreciate it. Once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye.